0: The Matchball. Welcome to The Matchball on the Squareball podcast. Got to say hi to Levi's solicitors who are in the house. Hello, Levi's. (laughs) (laughs) Big (laughs) reaction for solicitors. Thank you very much for your support across this season. And you can get 10% off with Levi's by going to levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball and here we are then um, game 45 done I'm Dan Moylan with me is Michael in the same t-shirt I know we should have coordinated shouldn't we and Moscow White Daniel Chapman well, you did coordinate that's the problem
1: well that's been a nice weekend hasn't it been all right that stress-free didn't expect this but absolutely pissed it in the end. after shitting ourselves all season it's been so easy it's been alright hasn't
0: it and we've got 90 points now which is 2 points per game Um, a target I thought we'd never hit but yeah cruised it in the end didn't we I don't know what we were so worried about for the last 2 years best game I've seen in ages that one did you actually watch it because most of that just passed me by
2: not really I noticed that um, Derby scored a goal for us with the player who had Richard Keogh's hair which is possibly my highlight of of the game that's all I took from it really Bit louder. there.
0: There you go, this is me faffing.
2: Unbelievable. We have to faff because I can't lean down to the thing like this, can I? You no, can use short microphones unless you whisper. This. Yeah, okay. Well then, um,
0: if we've got nothing to talk about from this match, should we just pack it in now Let's and, it off, and, and yeah. go admit,
2: When the
1: third went in, I had to check the score and I thought, oh, well, he scored three? <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, i didn't be watching properly. Um, but Shackleton scored, didn't he? Which was nice. Yeah. He did. Who played that through ball?
2: Roberts that was it Tyler Roberts wasn't it what was beautiful about it was Tyler Roberts played that through ball and then if you keep the camera on him he goes like this fucking score and it's great I don't think you get that from uh, any other playmaker Diego Maradona didn't used to do that he just used to put a through ball through and go put that in your wanker where Tyler Roberts he knew exactly what he'd done and he knew exactly what it needed it was a lovely day, wasn't it? The whole thing. And what a weekend it's been from. Because what did you feel on Thursday?
0: Because it was your birthday on Thursday, Moscow, wasn't it? 16th. Was it? Was that Thursday? I can't remember. It's 40 years old, by the I, way. I did have a birthday at some point, yeah. And still seven stone when soaking wet. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Absolutely terrible. Uh, so, Moscow's birthday on, on Thursday. And it was a massive anticlimax, wasn't it? That. Barnsley went out we
2: won it was yes it was the Barnsley game and we won so it wasn't that much of a night.
0: you know I find find the whole thing really really stressful it was like all the two years of stress piled into 90 minutes I
2: think Leeds being really good has been the worst thing that ever happened to you though
0: I'm enjoying it now Uh, it's just amazing how like the the mood has changed and shifted over the weekend and part of the the theme that we wanted to tap into today and the reason why we did this today and we're at the L, by the way um Support your grassroots music venues and so on and so forth. Brood and Ellen Leeds, yeah. thank you to Nathan and the team for having us. Um, it's to circle back to the grief cast because when we started doing the match ball, we said, Oh, it seems there's, a, there's an appetite for this because when we lost to Derby in the playoff semi final last year, I don't know if you remember that, uh, we got into the stu- we didn't know what to do, did we? We, we were bereft and we were all we gathered on Lowfields Road on the way back to Michael's car and said, Now what do we do? And Moscow was insistent, like you just wanted to go home, didn't you, Michael? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And Moscow, you said, let's go
1: record a podcast. Moscow so told did. me into it. I was, I just wanted to go home and not speak about football ever again.
2: But yeah, uh, I was aware we had a like a, a safe room that we could go to and we could talk about what had just happened, and it worked. And for some reason, letting other people listen to it seemed to work as well. Have you listened to it? I'm not sure I ever have No I spent I got home after we'd recorded it went home opened a bottle of wine and listened to it about four times in a row until about four in the morning just over and over again because the only reassurance I could find was my own voice and you two but mostly me love the sound of your own voice don't you no no I agree I agree completely
0: I did the same thing I went and sat and listened to it a couple of times I just didn't know what to do I remember after we finished just sitting there just staring into space with my earphones in and we wanted to circle right back round to this and because we finished on Derby um, well not quite finished but to play Derby today and to close that circle it's been fucking great
2: hasn't it and to know that Derby is <laughs> shit yeah it, it does feel finished because if you think What just happened this afternoon against Derby, what's the Charlton game going to be like? If that was a mess, what's it going to be like when you take that crowd of drunken idiots and put them out and let them beat Charlton 5-0? Which, as it turns out, all that stuff where um, Bielsa said, you've got to be ultra fit, you've got to work hard, you've got a body mass index, no drinking, no cake... Fuck it, do doesn't matter. Derby apparently is shit and they represent half the championship. We probably could have won the league drunk. And that's a real. Derby have tried a few times. <laughs> we we and with the cake as well. We could have won it. it we could have won it drunk but not driving. <laughs> Important <laughs> distinction
0: best tweet I saw about Rooney today wasn't the person who tweeted it. We'll have to forgive me and excuse me, but we're saying that he's
2: a KFC box-to-box midfielder. That is what he looked like. It's great. The, the first goal, and I'm kind of... Derby scored first, didn't they? We went 1-0 down. Yeah. And that kind of sparked everything off. And then Pablo's scoring two minutes later. And it's the potato who watches. Pablo has two shots. And this first one's a bit rubbish. And you can tell as it bounces towards him, he knows our... Uh, I'm not going to score from this, but I'm going to try and volley it anyway. And um, the potato just stands there and he's just like mashing himself and it's watching as the ball comes back to him and he places it bottom corner and he's got nothing, nothing to do. The other great one was when um, he headed our cross and it was almost an own goal and then he went for his hair and he's like, fuck, I've headed the ball, my hair's going to fall off the guy, there was a great moment in the commentary where they said, oh, Derby next season, they might look for some championship experience, because I think they've learned (laughs) Ashley Cole, Wayne Rooney, whatever experience they've got, irrelevant, rubbish. There's different attitudes there, because you've got him and Pablo basically the same
1: age, and Pablo is the leanest he's ever been in the best form he's ever been, and Wayne Rooney is, he's got the thickest, fattest neck I've ever seen on a footballer. He looks like he's about to pass out. (laughs) Ah, true, yeah. Andy Reid. I hope Derby
2: <laughs> force him into another contract.
1: You said you'd play next season. Oh, God. It'll, it'll be 32 Red who do it, won't it?
0: See the back well, of yeah. Seeing the back of those guys now. Um, but how, how far have we come since that grief cast? That's what I wanted to kind of tap into with this one. It's just been... phenomenal. phenomenal.
2: far. We went from third to first. It was well easy in the
0: but I mean I mean, emotion,
1: emotionally more than anything Don't you think? I think we've lost a bit of trust from last season Like That's why I've been panicking for a lot of this season When actually it's been pretty straightforward We had that bit in the middle where we dropped And then we lost down to Sheffield Wednesday And it did feel a bit like we were messing it up But then we came back and we won loads of games And prior to lockdown it looked like we were well on our way And we came back and I There were a couple of bumps with Cardiff and Luton But like generally speaking we've done, really, we've done incredibly well and had Brentford not hit the best form they've ever hit ever we would have been up ages ago we so would have romped it it has been quite straightforward I know it's, it's weird to say it but it's, and I know there were tough games like when we played against Bansley and weren't great but loads of teams win without playing well it's just yeah. that we're so used to playing well and not winning that when we played badly and won it it felt like a, a massive miscarriage of justice somehow
2: it wasn't just tough games we went 11 games and only won 2 I looked at that today and realised, God, true? we were actually fucking poor for a while. <laughs> no, I mean, that we weren't, because we were playing Beelzebub all the way through, but there was, that's, that was the results over. It was the Birmingham 5-4 and the Millwall 3-2 were the only games we won in a run of 11. And that ended with the Nottingham Forest one where we won and then the Brentford one was the 11th where we drew. And then after that, it's... Five wins in a row and we didn't concede a goal so it but yeah it got mad bad speaking of
1: that Forest game as well after that they were pretty sure they were going to overtake us weren't they they were and they have lost to Barnsley today and are 20 points behind us I'd forgotten anybody else played today yeah they lost to Barnsley in the last minute so they're 20 points behind us now what's is there anything we need to know it's the championship (laughs) I don't actually care don't care never watching it again (laughs) Poxy league. Piss off. (laughs) Yeah, we are doing its Premier
0: League next year. Um, Do we need to start thinking about that yet, or are we just going to enjoy this for the rest of the weekend? I mean, we'll win the Premier League, so it's fine. So I don't think we necessarily need to think about it. Second year back, we win it. Obviously, we finish fourth, and then straight into the Champions League, win the Champions League, whilst winning the domestic trophy as well, obviously. Michael... um, you've been terribly terribly negative for a long long time correct Enjoy- so.
1: enjoyably so um, where do you stand financially now then I think I don't even know I've lost I've completely lost track of it I've put bets on across that many bookmakers that we're going to mess this up I think I'm at least a few hundred quid down this season good and at the end I was due to win literally like £10,000 if we didn't go up because I, it, when the other day when we beat Barnsley I think we went to Skyheaders at like 250 to one to not go up so I put 35 quid on it <laughs> Just to make sure, and, and that's fine. It's insurance money. It's insurance money. It's gone. I've got you know life insurance as well. I don't, I'm not looking to die anytime soon. Though I did feel like it yesterday, but it's fine. Yeah, it's, and that money's gone. But it's money. In fairness, it's dirty money because I won it betting on us to lose against Derby last year. So it all—it's all fine. And Moscow, you've been relentlessly positive throughout,
0: um, even when he was wobbling, and I've kind of flitted between the two. What
2: made you so convinced we were going to romp this? Adam Forshaw? <laughs> I trust that man <laughs> implicitly. I don't know, it just... Uh, uh, we were top of the league, weren't we? So it was kind of... It felt default, and I just... I trust this group of players more than I've trusted a Steady on Gary. A a team. Gary Monk. I didn't... I didn't just say group. I said of players. See, that's the thing with no, Gary Monkey. Never specified what group he was trusting. It was just. It could have been group dog drill. It could have been any kind of group. Um, I was. Uh, I just did. I, mean, I was heartened when after the, uh, who did we lose to, recently? Can't lose, no. It, it was the Luton game, wasn't it? Where they, we drew, and that was it. They, we drew, and they had a meeting the next day and said drawing ain't good enough we have to have a team meeting and sort this out and the Nottingham Forest game that we talked about this isn't good enough we have to have a meeting and sort it out if you think back to the Chilino era they wouldn't have had a meeting because they all hated each other and nobody could speak we even had we had from Gaetano Barardi, God bless his knee, that when there was that first season they were unable to communicate between the Italian players and the, the English speaking players this lot, they've all been there long enough and they all wanted it enough. And after last season, they weren't going to let it go enough that I just thought there's, there's not a way in the world that they, they don't do this. But then there was also a big part of me that was thinking we are nailed on for failure. Don't think I was not disguising my fears <laughs> all throughout that exterior confidence. I, I was well aware it could have gone two ways.
1: It is weird. I think normally... Most clubs you accept that they won't just have go from being absolutely terrible to absolutely brilliant to being absolutely terrible again. Normally, there's some sort of line, logical line drawn there. And having been really good and kept basically the same manager and the same players, it should have been the case and it has been the case. But you were still sort of worried about it. I don't know. You felt like there was some special leads formula playing
2: into it where we would still manage to be crap. We do defeat it sometimes. So Leeds United are Leeds United, but Leeds United also won the First Division three times and won in Europe and won the FA Cup only once. Should have won it many more. But we do occasionally, good things do happen from time to time. And given... <laughs> Put the, on the badge. Given that this is, Instead of a Leeds salute, good things happen from time to time. Um, maybe the new... Can we have a... If the badge was unveiled tomorrow, obviously we saw the lead salute thing and everybody hated it, if it was Victor Orta with his binoculars and that was going to be the new badge and we said he can have that for a year and then we'll replace it with something perhaps with a little bit more class, would it be all right? I think Victor Orta with binoculars was perfectly classy. I just saw no
1: issue with that whatsoever. He's taken them, but he wasn't even just doing it with his hands either. <laughs> I presume he had to go out and buy them just to wind just to wind Derby up, which and I completely he, applaud. I, I hope he's
0: broken into a theatre to get those binoculars. And he he had a thought only, last night. Uh, I'm going to break into the, the, the.
2: Do they have a theatre in Derby? If they do, probably not. He can um, only do it for thirty seconds as well. It was like a good hard five minutes of just like just to make sure if there's anybody in Derbyshire who has not seen me doing this yet. Can you please bring them? To
1: see. Mel it, Morrison, because he had little fogged up glasses, did you notice that? When he went through in the crowd, he had his mask on, he was all fogging up. Pathetic man. <laughs> Delighted to see him upset. It was a
0: brilliant ending, that, wasn't it? It was just the perfect... I mean, we don't ever get... It's a, not the ending, we've got one more game. No, but I mean, we don't get like, a perfect outcome. We never get a perfect outcome, or well, it feels like it. But going back to what you were saying, that Moscow, about us winning the league three times you forget that our angst and existential terror leads is, is like it's only 15 years old it's only a decade and a half we've been suffering it's fine but prior to that actually it was pretty good wasn't it most of the 90s were fine for the most part and then the Champions League era and then obviously the bad man came and spent all the money and borrowed a load more and spent that um, then another bad man came and spent no money yeah but so at least, at least some, he's lived to other see bad it. people came and took
2: all the money <laughs>
0: But um, so I understand why we're scarred. But yeah, there's there's a club underneath this that I think we've hopefully we've now we've shed that skin. And when I say the end of it, it just feels like the end of this particular narrative that we can just go lift the trophy against Charlton and stick two fingers up today to Derby because you see Click as well, obviously dancing around in their stand. It's like this is my
2: patch. I own this. It's great. His break dancing, but I think was bettered by the fact that Jani did two breakdancing movements and I think has done his hamstring. <laughs> <laughs> this is what it looked like he, he was like I can do that and I can do that and i like, oh no actually I need a doctor now but he's brilliant and one of the themes I've touched on over the last few
0: days is that we get the new floodlights at Ellum Road now going up over the west stand 45 metre pylons just so we've got enough light in the stadium for 4k TV and we get to see that lunatic in 4k now which I think is, <laughs> is brilliant it's, it's going to be great next year but Everything went perfectly right today, didn't it? Even
1: falling behind made it nicer. And we're never going to have to play Chris Martin again, hopefully, because he's been there forever, hasn't he? Just did he score against us for Norwich? Probably. He was yeah, there in League One. So, I'm sure he was. He's been yeah. there in all of our darkest moments. He's just been there scoring, and and he's crap, isn't he? Really. He's so he's bland. kind of he's, glass ceiling was the phrase I had used earlier for for Chris Martin. Like the the championship is 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 absolute limit. He's just about all right in there, but he's. He's not good enough, but we don't have to play him again. No. We have to play
2: an altogether more terrifying set of footballers, (laughs) which is not necessarily good. You're not looking forward to Patrick Bamford (laughs) against Virgil van Dijk. I think that's going to go swimmingly. (laughs) Nothing can possibly go wrong. Bless him, I really felt for him. I don't know if you saw the Sky post-match interviews
0: there when he was saying he's so grateful to Bielsa for um, believing in him, and I wanted to give him a hug myself, like all those hugs that we saw on that video, because I've watched that so many times and probably cried... 95%
2: Ninety-five percent of them. It's brilliant. Patrick Bamford and I have been as critical of him as I possibly could be. Um, is the striker that got us promoted, and that's all I don't care after that. And I, I, I loved, and I, I grew to love his very weird bones through the season. It became where it's like I can. It was annoying. At the start of the season, we thought he's not scoring enough. Maybe we can replace him. And then you realise like if Eddie Ketty is going to come, and he's just going to twist his testicles and not bother. And then John, uh, Kevin's going to come, and it's just not going to be fit enough to do it. And it's going to be him all season. You just realise, I guess he's part of the family. It's kind of like you, you think, oh, well, maybe maybe your sister's going to get a different boyfriend, and like you won't have to put up with this guy. And she ends up marrying him. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough, I guess he's part of the family now. And that's kind of how I feel about um, Patrick Bamford. He is part of the Leeds United family and he could have scored more goals. He could have scored less goals. But he scored just enough goals that Leeds United went to the Premier League as champions. So and you're right, actually. Now. This was all about the ends justifying the means, wasn't
0: it? Because um, we've seen failures from Otto, we've seen failures from Radrazzani. But as I said the other night when we did the drunk stream you've only got to get it right once and we've got, to, we've got it so so right this year and it makes all the other stuff that went before it absolutely perfect Moscow, because we've not seen each other for a couple of days and you neglected <laughs> to get on the live stream that we did the other night um, how was it for you? Promotion? Yeah, because we, we've, not, we've not spoken about it me and Michael obviously did extensively the other night but I, I, did, I did it it until in the morning with some <laughs>
1: almost naked men I don't really, I don't really know what happened yeah. not for the first time etc et yeah. Oh.
2: I watched the Huddersfield versus West Brom game and I just like learned what I've learned from Michael I put into action was I put 2 pounds on West Brom to win when it was 1-1 and it was about 10 minutes left and then I saw that Huddersfield player get the ball in space and it's one of those moments where you realise it's like you don't know anything about football you're just a fancy you don't know what it's like but you think he, he's going to score and the, the ball bounced across the goalkeeper and then it went in the net right. that wasn't what was supposed to that was so unexpected
0: I knew that was going in when, when, when I saw exactly. that through ball it was like the one at Stoke wasn't it That everybody played, when
2: Pablo played in Dallas And then when it did go in But like you know it's going in but then when it's actually in the net you're like what After 16 years, it's kind of... 16 years goes by so slowly and they end so quickly. It just didn't make any sense. And, yeah, I had to go outside for a while. And um, and then, yeah, Saturday I was away. I was with my parents. And so I, I saw my, the Brentfords. Uh, I saw them take the lead on my phone and then just ignored it and then realised we'd won the league and just had to... There it is. It was very different from... Uh, Bristol Rovers like that game of tension those 90 minutes where it's all concentrated and then you're on the pitch this the Barnsley match becoming in retrospect so important and then those days and uh, I was talking about it with somebody before about how before everyone's like do not go to Elland Road under any circumstances be very sensible but then you look at everybody go down there and you think crack on if, I'm sure you've all done a risk assessment and that's fine and you would never, you would never begrudge anybody that moment but it was, um, it was a very strange way to, to get back I still don't feel like we're there until we're actually in a stadium watching Liverpool at Elland Road I'm not are we a Premier League club? Yeah. something could still happen Don Goodman might be writing a furious letter now saying listen we may never have to listen to Don Goodman again. That was the other thing. The, um... <laughs> Hang on. we well, got a child bringing in some shots. <laughs> oh, oh God! Oh, oh my it. <laughs> it was. Um... <laughs> I was sick extensively yesterday, so this is great news. What was the game last night that was on?
1: And I'm driving, and this is live on the internet, so I'm not quite sure how that works. You can have one. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You can have one for driving. It's um, Derby. Come oh, on. Right. In the s- spirit of things. <laughs> Cheers. I'll sip it. Three. One, two. Hey.
3: Wait. Hey. Ah. Hey, Delicious.
1: Taste of promotion. <laughs> Thank you.
2: Cheers. It was, um, I think the game yesterday it was Andy Hinchcliffe talking about. Uh, no, it wouldn't have been yesterday. It would have been the West Brom one. Oh, we've seen some great games in the, prem- in the Championship. And it's fantastic that Leeds United will be in the Premier League next season. So I'm thinking, yeah, you won't be fucking commentating on us anymore, will you? <laughs> we, we're going, we're going from fucking Keith Andrews. We're actually going to get Roy Keane talking about us. next year, instead of the fucking pound shop. He'll baby. hate Aleoski as well, which will be oh, great. And Bamford. Who is he going to like? Name a single player in Leeds United's team that Roy Keane likes. He might right. accept Phillips. I think it'll, it'll all be about, about
1: like his oh, true, yeah.
0: it'll all be about Bielsa because Bielsa handed um, Ferguson his ass, didn't he, that time in the whatever trophy it was, European competition with yeah. Bill Bell. So that'll be nice. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it, it's been strange, hasn't it? What about you, Michael? When what was it? West Brom, Huddersfield, for, any, for the benefit of anybody who didn't see the live stream the other night, and we're putting this one out on the podcast. What was it like for you? It was. I didn't
1: like massively celebrate because I was just by myself and it was weird to celebrate the goal going in but then I was just watching injury time and my wife came in because she was I'd sort of explained to her what needed to happen for us to go up and she was like are you up? and I was like oh there's, there's like three minutes of injury time left but yeah basically then I'm going to score twice and she That's was like no
2: really isn't and she was
1: like I, <laughs> she was going to go in, well are you happier? and I was like yeah I am but like <laughs> It wasn't meant to happen like this I'm watching Huddersfield right? this, is, mm. this is not how Leeds get promoted I wanted, to, I wanted it to be you know, Pat Bamford scoring And running on the pitch And all that sort of stuff And all of a sudden It was me sat by myself Just in an office Watching, watching an illegal stream And I'm convinced
2: <laughs> I'm convinced That's what's cost The Cowley kids their job Yeah you, you won promotion For Leeds United You cannot carry on As Huddersfield town managers The Yorkshire club The Yorkshire
0: Club Club, Bless them Yeah same for me I I cried all over An eight year old boy My own Um, (laughs) I should I should probably add Um, Just didn't know What to do with myself Just striding up and down like a maniac yeah. around the room I wanted to, I felt like something else should have to happen but nothing yeah. else happened the game just sort of played out and we were promoted suddenly and then within 24 hours we're champions and like under similar circumstances we just, have
2: some love for it was uh, Strollburger for uh, Barnsley wasn't it and then
0: Strollburger doesn't sound right <sighs> What was he called? Just remember, Sol Bamber, Michael Solbauer,
3: Solbauer, Strollberg is good. Strollberg.
2: Though. <laughs> and then, well, we've got to get used to these names of our new heroes. And then it's Emil Smith Rowe, which is a barreled name rather than a double-barreled name. And I think the distinction is it's not hyphen. And I didn't know this was a thing before. So he's not only helped Leeds get promoted by scoring for Uldersfield, but he's taught me something about naming conventions. And then who was it that scored for Brentford? No one's got a Brentford. They lost Stoke. against Brentford. I don't know. Some Stoke player, probably Ryan Shawcross. I knew his name. I felt like he was quite boring. I'd hoped for it. would be somebody Gregory. has oh, played for Halifax Town. And hasn't he been playing for like thirty years? Lee Gregory feels like he's been around the divisions forever. Maybe that's just the. A... And next year we get to play against David Luiz, and he's new. <laughs> He's a new footballer to me. He's not, not very good. Um, well, even better, so we'll, we'll win.
0: Just going back to the theme of um, the experience and having a moment. Uh, I said earlier on because Jamie's been here from um, BBC Radio Leeds, just getting a bit of audio and stuff, and I trying to him earlier on saying, "Clang! Yeah. Can I ring a gantry
2: bell for you being on BBC Leeds.
0: Do you know roll what? Roll, roll I, roll roll I think I might as well. I might have it in my, ba- in my bag actually, the gantry gong bell um, that." if there's one thing we can take out of not being able to see this it's that everybody every single Leeds fan around the world has experienced the promotion in the same way that's the, the one slight positive I think we can take out of it being like it has been although it's been marginally worse for everyone which
1: has been a shame yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been going to that ground for decades and it's been awful I
2: deserved a better day it's your, <laughs> bet <laughs> your fault for buying a 20 year season ticket you brought it yeah. on yourself
1: did get you get actually, some value out of it though now did you get some refund off did you get some refund I took the Crowdy and the, the vouchers and stuff. Who uh, did, stuff. You, put Who in did you, you put in the Crowdy? Yeah, yeah. Ken Bates of Wyoming. <laughs> with, the, with the body of Vern Troyer. I got involved on Photoshop to put that together. I've been trying to look out for him. It was a, a shirtless Vern Troyer with the head of uh, a, a councilman from Wyoming called Ken Bates. Does Ken Bates have anything to say about
0: today's um, <laughs> performance? Wyoming, well, I mean, Ken. No, 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 no. <laughs>
2: Uh, no. no, actually, do a <laughs> Wyoming accent. That would be great. I don't even know what it is. Where what, oh, I don't know what is Wyoming it? is.
0: I want to see you repulse these people in this room who've been kind enough to stay with us. Go on. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> do it. shut off.
4: Right, you know, we'll, I quite often send you messages. What <laughs> do you do in water in your mouth? You basically do a cockney accent, but try not to dribble. And that's all you do. And these United States are champions now, eh? Well, that's all very well and good, but what about Freddie Mercury? Mm. We are the champions, and he didn't even play it. He would play walking all over the world. So I'm not sure promotion <laughs> ...can actually count. Here were Blackwell, took the team to Wembley. And Dennis Wise would have done an even better job. We knew that she around, but he didn't. Fuck. What was that? Then it's we didn't know we would have stuck around. That's what he said to yeah. her. But he you not And that's why, just like my own sons, they don't sprint to me anymore. <laughs> that is factually accurate as well, isn't it? I
2: have no idea what
1: you were saying. <laughs> According to reports, yeah. According to reports. Ken's, Ken's family don't like him, do they? Uh, you've you've looked into this once. There's one of the, one of the Bates
2: children who's got like massive issues with him. Yeah, one of his sons was convicted of drink Careful. driving, um, allegedly at, at hundreds of miles an hour down a motorway because of. I think it was to do with Ken's interference in his marriage or certainly there was, a, there was a big problem with I think it would probably children. be best not to speculate whilst we, broadcasting we live on this. internet Levi's solicitors in the room itching to give me 10% off by going to <laughs> levis solicitors.co.uk slash the square ball so I think I'm fine, I can say whatever I want about um, Ken Bates or at least I can TikTok TikTok because you can't live all the dead <laughs> we just, we've we got a lot of material to release, haven't we,
1: at that point? Oh, God. We've got some about his bank in Ireland. We've got the, oh, I mean, it's the all British there, Virgin Islands. It? No, it's, it's
2: all... just us repeating the stuff that everybody knows. That, and ah, I don't know how I feel about him still being around to see us promoted. Whether I think it's great. He'll hate it. Yeah, yeah I think that's probably the best thing that he... he uh, the, the thing that he could never do.
4: do you know um, what I mean? he, he barely not,
2: even tried to do it. Though, there he? is not a hotel there to stay empty throughout the whole thing you beat me to possibly.
0: the punch and I was about to say exactly that so we managed to get back to the Premier League without a hotel which
1: I didn't think was possible <laughs> but we did it it would have funded at least 3% of Kiko Casillas wage wouldn't it in that hotel
0: with reference to Ken and the fact that we started doing all this nonsense like 10 years ago now uh, off the back of the Man United game January the 3rd it's changed a lot hasn't it and I think we should probably give a lot of credit to to Radrazzani for getting it right and coming in and dealing with some of the absolute maniacs who've gone before him. He's he's done a great job.
2: I'd to give an anonymous shout-out to the person who, when he he was being interviewed on Sky, said, ask him why he hired Heckenbottom. (laughs) Who did that? (laughs) Well, I wouldn't like to say. In this room, you mean? Or on the telly? A person in this
1: room. Oh, okay. It's a fair fair question. It is weird that we've gone from... I mean, I quite like Thomas Christensen in his own way, but we went, from, we went from Steve Evans and Heckingbottom to all of a sudden the greatest man. I not even seem to say manager. The greatest man in yeah. the world. And he, does, he deserves full credit for hiring him because he showed a level of ambition that this club has not shown in years. Like, all we ever wanted was for them to show at least an interest in being promoted. But like to go back to the, the first season in the Championship with Grayson when a bit of money might have gone a long way in just buying a defender or two and just making that little push. And instead, we basically did finish seventh that year and then sold Max Gradle. And it was it was the winding down of, a, of an idea, whereas this summer we saw we just fell short and we managed to convince Calvin Phillips to stay and we bought Helder Costa and we got Jack Harrison back. And it was just, a, it was an actual effort to go up and to put football first for a change, which is all we ever wanted was to have a... A team that was that was at the forefront of the football club as opposed to a hotel and a conference venue and all the other shit that no one actually cared about but we were
2: forced to endure Yeah there was probably a decent argument um, in the Chilino era from going for going from Steve Evans and when people have asked like what is the, the lowest point of the last 16 years and I feel like it was Steve Evans we've had worse managers than Steve Evans I think we've had worse managers than Chilino but the two of them when it was after so long of what had come before, just felt like the the depressing lowest point where you thought, we're not going to get better than this. And that's why at the end of Steve Evans' season, I was one of the people who was saying, that's what was keeping. Who else are we going to get? What what other mad uh, manager are we going to get? We'll just stick with it. That's what I always resent Bates for, is lowering... Expectations. And then to go from that. So then you thought, and now we know what we know about Gary Monk. So you thought, Steve Evans, Gary Monk, okay, this is kind of football you really. If we, we could have stayed like that, where it would just be like, oh, you go, Steve Evans, Gary Monk, Thomas Christensen, poor Heckenbottom, meow, meow, <laughs> wow, wow, and, you just go, and we just stay in the championship forever. And, and instead of being 15th forever, we're edge of the playoffs forever. And instead, they've managed to just go, Marcelo Bielsa, fuck it. And I think you would I'm sure we, we could go to them and say, is that a fair summary of your business plan? Circa summer, is it 2018? Summer 2018, Marcelo Bielsa, fuck it. <laughs> and it worked. And given the, the amount of money it cost and, and the amount that they had to go in on it, yeah. But to, cheap on reflection, because he, he, made, he made a team of awful footballers,
1: really good and into heroes which who thought who thought Calvin Phillips was like a future England international and who thought Liam Cooper was this good like he's, he's basically gone a full season without really making any mistakes which when we think back to the Liam Cooper we initially saw like he was constantly doing stuff wrong admittedly because he well he, he, under Kiko he still did but he mainly had an idiot playing behind him but he, he was all over the
2: place the game that uh, matches click got uh, deported back to Holland for <laughs> Liam Cooper against Cardiff kicked a Cardiff player in the chest for absolutely no reason having mean, I mean, just been booked in the first half <laughs> I mean you can understand oh, that it, it? <laughs> looking back you understand it don't you and it's just it's those incredible and the, the fact that um, players like Liam Cooper have grown up so much and now you look at them and you think absolute uh, paragon of nobility and the captain who took us to the, the top division and the player who will lift the trophy on, is it Tuesday or Wednesday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, and I can't think of anybody who, would, who deserves it more apart from possibly Gatano Baradi purely because they came in the first Chileno summer and their first manager at Leeds was Dave Hockaday. And that was, I was reviewing it during... People may not remember the debates on Twitter when Sam Byron was asking what colour socks he should bring because the club was no longer supplying socks. So he was uh, he tweeted at uh, I think it was Jason Pierce who was the captain. So I was like, "What socks do I need?" And they said, "You need plain socks." Oh, okay. can I bring I'll my own sandwiches? Plain socks. Can make It them was for Luke me. Murphy who was making the sandwiches, and I think Matt Smith was supplying some pasta meals and stuff. And but they've survived through that, and I, I would the fact that Cooper and Berardi have, have stayed so long I think is a big contributing factor to the fact that we've done it this year because we needed players like them and the players who kind of missed out under Monk and the players who missed out last season who hurt the way that we hurt as well and came back this season when you saw Luke kaling after that Nottingham Forest game looking like a fan and it wasn't like somebody who just turned up it was somebody who'd been here for a while, not 16 years, but been here long enough to understand the pain involved and then understand how good it would feel when we got promoted as we have been, as fucking champions <laughs> as we have been, and turned up drunk to a game in Derby and won 3 1, <laughs> as we just have done. And it's so much sweeter that they were along along the way let's pull it back to that then today
0: because it is the match ball um, and oh yeah I think the fact that we lined up 4-1-4-1
2: 4-1 was really
0: tactically I was actually safe. just going to talk I was going to talk about the guard of honour uh, as all well, because that was funny wasn't it just seeing little Wayne Rooney there no oh. yeah well far away maybe I don't know maybe he was a long way away but yeah um, that was beautiful
1: it was poetic it's a shame it wasn't the exact same set of players from last year because a few of them escaped anyway, like Frank Lampard managed to... We should have forced
2: Lampard. Back. He managed to weasel his way out of it, didn't he, basically? Philip Koku, I have no... Nobody has a problem it's, with Koku. He's a strange-looking nice. fella, though, isn't he? I mean, that nose has been places, but we should have brought Lampard back and made him stand. And watching Keough should have been there with his crutches in the air. Yeah. all, all recreate it, bring him back in the back of the car.
1: Yeah, i have seen Victor also with his binoculars, though, and been... <laughs>
2: on the phone to the FA
3: can't you do something
0: it was quite telling wasn't it that the Derby fans who, when the video went up of uh, Leeds fans singing uh, on the steps at the East Stand stop crying Frank Lampard that
1: the Derby fans jumped on that it's like he's not even your manager they were weirdly obsessed with him just like they were weirdly obsessed with Wayne Rooney like these people don't care about you they were both there for Frank Lampard was there so he could get a better job but Wayne Rooney's there so he can get paid and live in England because he he probably finds American food too crazy for him (laughs) (laughs) but that was beautiful wasn't it the guard of honour that performance
0: when it was it was Sunday league rules wasn't it just uh, throw up on the side of the pitch have a bit of a trot round see he he was least ill to get the victory but we absolutely took the piss
2: out of him in the end Shackleton what a goal I love Shackleton I'm glad he's got a goal and it, uh, it built on the up And we talked about Hernandez's goal before, and then an own goal from then. It helped. It needed them to score against us. Um, and I think when uh, Chris Martin didn't celebrate, it was maybe with that foreknowledge of like, oh shit, they're, they're going to score now, aren't they? And we it, it, yeah. the, and that's, that's the way leads are now. When when we're pissed off at going behind, even if we are half cut, we'll go and win. I thought maybe we'd sneak it 1-0 I didn't think we'd win 3-1 after going behind
1: I feel like all season as well Pablo's been the one who When we've gone behind And when we've needed a goal He's just been the one to go Right, everyone get out of the way I'm just going to do this myself And he did it again today And he's I saw a, a poll on Twitter actually. People saying Is he a legend or not yet And I think for what he's done In the last few weeks for us I think he probably is Even though he's not been here as many years as a lot, of, a lot of people but I think he's I think he has changed the course of this football club potentially forever so
2: I'm willing to I'm willing to give him that status and he has been here a long time it doesn't feel like a long time because of how long we've endured 16 years and we remember dropping out of the Premier League and thinking James Milner will be that was one of the things that the summer of 2004 after we got relegated they they put James Milner in the champions, the first championship season kit, he is now the future of Leeds United, and then a week later, we sold him to Newcastle. Was he on the other clubs on the side of the club shop? Have I made that up? It may Probably. have been, but the, I, I found I found the photo, and it's like the last photo of James Milner in the Leeds kit is of him. Our great, we've just sold Alan Smith. So, but James Milner will be in here. Uh, well, do you like Simon Johnson? And it just. I mean, Simon Johnson did his best for a long time, but...
1: How dare you slag up Simon, Simon. I didn't
2: slag him off. He, he, was he wasn't the, James Milner, though, was he? He wasn't, and the fact that we're now talking about James Milner being like he's so close to retirement, surely. It's, um...
0: It's, it's, it's been a long if, time.
2: It's as if I wish I could remember what the start of that point was.
0: <laughs>
2: Very good. Very good, Moscow.
0: What does it mean to you personally, Michael?
1: It just means the return of Leeds United as a football club. I mentioned the other night that, like, I used to be massively into football, by which I mean like the Premier League, and I used to know loads about it, and I knew every squad member of, of all the teams. And I'd, as I was younger, I'd get like stickers and things, and I would literally be able to name the starting lineup of every Premier League team. And then we got relegated, and I basically just stopped caring. I just thought this is beneath me to follow the Championship in the same way. I'm not bothered. I'm going I'm to wait till we get back to the Premier League because this isn't the level we should be at. And in many ways, I've followed Leeds just despite the football because it's been awful. Like in the main, it's been absolutely terrible this 16 years. We've had we've had a high point with getting promoted from League One, but it's been it's been dreadful. I mean, how many years of good football have we seen? There was basically a couple of years under Grayson and then a couple of years under Bielsa, and the rest of it's been absolutely. Terrible. And it's a, nice. a whiff of hope under Monk for a season. A little bit, but we, that team was never that good. Like we, we, Chris Wood was in really, in really good form, and Kyle Bartley and Pontus were quite good. So we, win, we won loads of games by a single goal. And but we weren't actually very good.
2: I mean, we had to hold back for it. was Kyle Bartley, it was Pontus, Janssen, Kyle Bartley... Luke, Ailing, and Gerardi. So, it was... Um, it was I texted Oddie, who should be on this podcast, because he's in the room and you can't, can't pretend it's not part of it. The... Yeah, come on, Oddie, we've come got on. A fourth mic. Let's get the, okay, let's get the band a back together, come on. Phone. Come
1: on.
3: Come on. Yes, come on.
1: yes. he's coming. He's, got, he's, he's quite old and he's got to climb up
2: onto a stage now. I said to him before that watching the game today reminded me of the games when we used to watch in the uh, East the Stands. Oh, back's gone. There we go. <laughs> and you'd give up at half time, and you'd go and watch it on telly, and it would be rubbish. And you right. need to come in because you're not on the screen. Round here, come so on screen. Oddy's it's got a family. you've got family
0: down there as well, Oddie, haven't you? This is quite uh, a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Tell Moscow he's doing he? it. He'll
1: be he's, there in a second. Effing <laughs> <laughs> and Jeffin'. He'll be there shortly. See you next. This is the original the original crew We've got the band back together. We have. We have. We have. Girl. <laughs> how was you it, right? how was have it you been? for you,
3: Oddie? Not for me. Where the fuck are you been? I've been stuck at Radio Air for the past six years <laughs> waiting for you to come. <laughs> you don't write, you don't fall. Well how, how was it for you? It's good. <laughs> <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> Can I go now? <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> Talk, Talk you. us through the last ten years, Oddie.
3: <sighs> where do we start? Where do we start?
1: Your children have all got loads bigger since we were last promoted. <laughs> they They're all bigger than you. Yep.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not hard, but. but you know hard to be
2: fair. Who was on the pitch out against the uh, Bristol Rovers? Isabel. She's telling me. And how tall was Isabel at that point?
3: as tall as Michael is now so. <laughs> She, she was,
0: was only She was six yes. <laughs> in, the, in the same way They measure Like on the news They measure everything Like by double decker buses yeah. Or jumbo jets Or whatever You measure everything By Michael's yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm a bit bigger Than Lee
0: Johnson Just to be clear <laughs> <laughs> to put a scale on it <laughs> Yeah when you stood On a milk crate
3: yeah. Yeah. No, but I, what, Talk us through Your promotion experience um, We went driving Around Leeds So we jumped in the car Scars out the windows Down to Ellen Road Buzzing around down the road, which is mental, and then just soaking up the atmosphere.
0: Flares out. Which is the window.
3: Why I, I ignored the invite to the uh, promo cost <laughs> cast the other night.
0: Yeah, it's been brilliant, hasn't it? And we've come an awful long way. We've come yes. an awful long way. Can you
2: just make a point as well?
0: No. We've, we've heard from you now. You're
2: done. <laughs> Off right. you go. No, go on Where's my money? <laughs> you, you never used to talk on the podcast. <laughs> I couldn't get a word in edgeways because of you two how does, how does this compare to the uh, the promotion in <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: 1956 can you make a point about when we started the podcast way 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 back many moons ago and you used to give me pelters for being old you're old now that age <laughs> let that sink in we don't look it though you do
0: <laughs> I'm 63 is that yeah. right no, 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 no. Yeah. Anyway It is really good To have you back on And it's lovely to be sat here 10 years on After we started all this To, um, to finally be back there But I mean for me like I, My frame of reference Because I miss Bristol But was You know Being on my dad's shoulders at, uh, at Dean Court And bawling my eyes out again So it was nice to cry again When we went up It's the, it's the yeah. last time I think I've cried happily
1: <coughs> At football Did you get on your dad's shoulders again? Yeah <laughs> No problem Very <Fair laughs> sure dad looks so hard he's, he's, about, he's about 60 odd And he, he looks like He could crush me Like a
0: like a paper cup Well I have said before my, dad, my dad's famous for being One of the first three names Mentioned in the service crew book um, <laughs> But Dave, Pete and Jack in Shipley uh, My dad's Dave um, Yeah he's been around a long time And it's his fault that We're burdened Well, oh, I'm burdened with this anyway It's been bloody hard work I would
2: say I mean I, I'm old enough to remember 1992 it was, And my first game Was when we lifted the trophy Against Norwich City at Elland Road after it was all won and that was under weird circumstances as well where it was we, we had that mad game we had Sheffield United and then it was Liverpool winning 2-0 against the Scum that meant we won and then the, the actual match against Norwich don't remember a thing I remember the main thing I remember about actually I was such a, a youngster was we got a, a free whisper bar on the way into the <laughs> South Sand and um, my dad bless him fell asleep because he was never really a football fan um, should have called it quits
1: at the free whisper to be honest. That would have been, free whisper and then lifting the title. That should was, have been the
2: end. It was great, and uh, and Rod Wallace scored a fantastic individual goal. And you think oh, you, you don't need it for more. So so this weekend when it's been kind of that that Bristol Rovers game existed on its own, where you could be on the pitch and enjoy it all. Whereas this weekend, where it's another team has got us up, and then you go and celebrate in a, a different way. It's kind of um, Nobody's missed out on anything, I think, if they've enjoyed this. I worry about people thinking they've missed a moment this season because of Covid or whatever, they want to be in the stadium. But as it turns out, being in the stadium, if we'd had uh, crowds, it wouldn't have made any difference because that Barnsley game was the Barnsley game, and then we actually, it was Huddersfield beating West Brom that got us over the line. So however anybody celebrated whether they went to Welland Road whether they went, stayed at home whether they did whatever all those different ways it's the way you did it and they're all the same and be happy It just
0: occurred to me in Moscow as well you know you spend your life I think you sort of for people who know you although you kind of exist in this kind of slightly retro bubble and you entered football exactly at the moment when Sky came and took it over and yet you hark after a, dream, a pre-Sky dream. Well, because we didn't have Sky.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I was You listening said to, Radio Leeds. Yeah, I was listening to Radio Leeds. Exactly, instead. I lived in Cheshire and I was to, listening to Radio Leeds, so it was fucking rubbish. And the, like, the main football I saw for the first five years of the Premier League was central TV, which is why anybody who wonders why I love Mike Whitlow so much is because he was playing for Leicester with Simon Grayson and I could watch them playing for uh, Leicester and watching Bobby Davison playing for Derby and Bob Taylor playing for West Brom. So my early years of Leeds United was watching the heroes of the 80s trundling around the 90s on ITV while all you flash bastards who had Sky and all lived in Yorkshire got to watch Leeds United. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's been... But the, uh, the, the then the memories of the Premier League I started when... Um, coming over in the UEFA Cup seasons and uh, spitting feathers at Willem Corston when he went to Tottenham and all that stuff and I hope uh, it was always kind of fun the Premier League, I don't know I think there's been some regret in retrospect when people look at the late years of Wilkinson that we were finishing fifth and we didn't get into Europe because of qualification rules Now we finished fifth again and did and then uh, Coca-Cola Cup final But because we lost It was rubbish Actually they were Fine yeah, In respect. It was better than League One anyway
0: I need to give a shout out To the Bradford branch Of the Legion United Supporters club Actually whilst I think About it Because um, I went on the bus Down to Wembley For the Coca-Cola Cup final Against Villa I was It was April Wasn't it when we played them Was it April About that time Something like that. It's too early in the season. I was 17 anyway, I was about a month off my 18th birthday and <coughs> I got absolutely shit-faced thanks to the Bradford branch. <laughs> Set off at 6 in the morning for a 5pm kickoff, and we stopped, Stopped. I think, is it the bar now or the pub at Luton that a lot of away fans always went to? Yeah, yeah it's been demolished now, I think it's a housing estate or something, isn't it? Going there at, at 9 in the morning and being you know, 17, I mean, you know in Bradford we, we were going to the pub at 15, but even still, you know, you're not used to necessarily... Um, breaking the seal at like 9am and then drank all the way through to kick off and just again cried there's a theme here developing we're
3: crying that's Leeds United Yeah, one of the saddest things I've ever seen at Wembley was coming out of that ground at the end a massive Leeds United flag just in a crumpled heap on the floor somebody couldn't even be bothered taking their flag home that's Mm. how disappointed they were
0: yeah the symbolism of that is that's horrible but then you look at all this like coming back to today the symbolism of all the stuff today and that's what's been
2: so delicious about it the binoculars everything just perfect it just reminded me that I watched the um, the Watford playoff final here in the Broodnell Social Club and I'm now remembering I can't remember who it was, but there was some people I can see Nathan there was some people on the phone they thought that the, somebody at the ground had had a heart attack and they're all on the phone going, it was oh, absolutely frantic and then it turned out that he was just pissed and he was so pissed he didn't <laughs> stretch it out. And it was it was one of the first games as well where I'd seen there was like an eighteen month old kid was drinking like a pint of bitter. And so it's kind don't of give, in, sh- don't give him shut down. It's kind of interesting to see how much the Brunel has moved on. <laughs> but also just like the that's a game at Wembley and you think oh you know that should be brilliant and it was just it wasn't and none of the last 16 years well no not not in all the last 16 years was it Cardiff actually
1: it was Watford
2: well wherever it was <laughs> it was one of those fancy pants <laughs> stadiums where we've generally not been allowed um, but League 1 I suppose yeah League 1 actually we were top of the league for three seasons And so it was kind of entertaining I can remember being in the Royal Park next door str- Sliding across the carpet on my knees When Johnny Hansen scored that goal That took us to the final um, But you wouldn't uh, It was the years after League One I think that It was the, yeah. that real rapid descent Where there was no control like, It happened too quickly For anybody to realise How bad we were becoming and then it's coming back has taken so when we got promoted ten years ago he thought and it would have been so it's June now so but we nearly, been, ba- we nearly bounced through the divisions didn't yeah, we that was the yeah, thing we were so close to going back up and that would have been fine it's been the ten years since that have just become such a grind mm. and then but would we have had Marcelo Bielsa would we have had Barardi, Alyoski even Bamford <laughs> To, to enjoy and appreciate and go... you changed your tune on Belfort. It's
3: like you've had a personal vendetta against Belfort all this season. It's,
2: it's like... It's, well, as I was saying before, it's like you just become to, to love him for his foibles and the, on, the only thing he's lacking is that ability to score. That's one thing I think we... Again, I
0: can't remember because we were drinking, but on the live stream the other night saying... Um, I hope the players understand that if we ever get a chance to speak to them either on this podcast or, you know, by some means or another in the wake of all this, it'd be nice to explain to them and just say, look, all that shit you get online, none of us mean it, it's just because we're dead anxious, that's all. It's just a manifestation of 16 years of terror in these divisions and we don't mean it, we love you
2: all really and you're brilliant. Well, yeah, it's that difference between people who put a player's name in as an at and go... I hate you and call them on the name of the sun, and then other people are just totally frustrated that that player can't deliver what they need them to do after 16 years outside of the top division, which I've made this point to a few. Leeds have never been lower than the top two divisions in 100 years of their history until Ken Bates and Dennis Wise got involved, and we've never been this long outside of the top division until now. So the last 16 years have categorically been, approvably, the worst Leeds United have ever been in their entire history. So it's understandable when you've got a striker that isn't finishing every chance, and you've got a goalkeeper that isn't saving every shot, and you've got players that aren't superb that you would... Please be fair. We're there now, don't we? Done it now. And don't matter. And that's the glorious thing, it's over and now and now that entire squad of players, it's not like you're ever gonna look at Pat Bamford and go, Well I wish you'd scored three more goals than you scored. He scored all the goals we needed to get promoted. We let in as many goals as we needed to get promoted. Calvin Phillips smiled as many times as we needed to get promoted, <laughs> and everything. Speaking Words. of which, we've closed the gap I'm just looking at the goal difference
0: now We've closed the gap quite a lot on Brentford we are at 43 Yay! We're at 38 30. We're plus 38 I now
2: really struggled
1: to get the, uh, oh, I thought, I thought there were rainbow I thought it was rainbow uh, Shots inside them
3: Ribena.
1: <laughs> Oh Cheers for that, thank,
2: that you? <laughs> you. <laughs> thank you Thank you <laughs> <laughs> somebody's playing pump it up in the audience I think we're we're being played off yeah is, what I'm, is the vibe I'm getting
0: alright back onto the back on to right now then what, what do you do from here what do we need to add to the squad as a question for you a striker
1: Sam Baradi with his knackered knee up yes for another season I'll take him I felt really bad for Baradi today I feel like we need to talk about it a bit more because
3: he's, uh, he's pissed
1: hopefully I hope he is pissed because a lot of players at other clubs didn't want to play did they if they were out of contract like Charlton had a few and mm. there's been other people who've said that they didn't want to jeopardise their next contract essentially by playing and Bradley never did that he, and I don't think any of us ever thought he would do that
2: he should have got more pissed that's where <laughs> he's gone wrong I, think, I get the feeling that Bielsa picked the team on who was less hungover <laughs> mm. so if you've got more hammered over the last couple of days he might have been fine
1: so yeah, I don't know. I hope, I hope the club are good to him if he's badly injured, <coughs> and if not, I hope we sign him up anyway. And, yeah. if he, and if he decides not
2: to stay, fucking. Hell. I mean, it kind of, I feel like it makes a decision. Cheers, by the way. Um, <laughs> if he's too injured to sign for anybody else, doesn't just give learn. him a contract and it's all done. So Michael doesn't learn. I'm just saying he's saying throwing shots back. He'll
3: um, be right. <laughs> it's fine. I do feel sorry for Bradley that he won't get that career-defining promotion game at the ground if he's not going
1: to be here next season yeah Yeah. and a lot of the players I feel like all the other players are going to be here still aren't they and he's the one that's been here the longest and he might not be here next year so it is a shame
2: he did he signed before Cooper so he is the longest serving player but I hope even if you don't have that moment I mean I'd always like to be a professional footballer but you hope you kind of project you hope that professional pride he did it even if this season he wasn't first choice every time he came on the pitch he was brilliant and that's what it Is all Part of Is it's It's, it's always been A, a squad game For that football
0: what, what else do we need to add To this squad then More goals John Kevin Augustan
1: Ascent, Well if Ben White leaves A centre
0: back He's not leaving is mainly. he We're keeping him Yeah I don't know I know it belongs to Brighton But
2: we can <laughs> I mean, if a play, Change him to us or if something If there was a player You wanted to see Stretchered off Unable to play <laughs> For the next Three months it would maybe oh, we, he can rehabilitate. <laughs> Izzy he? Brown recovered brilliantly at Thorpe Arch? We'll give, give Ben White the same treatment. Like, you don't need to worry about it. Like when they break the keeper's hand
1: and escape to victory, just so um, Sylvester Stallone can play. I did say yeah. when when Berardi went off and ben, ben White went down afterwards. I was like. I don't want to get injured all that much because we're not going to get to keep him just send him back, yep. in, a, send him back in, a, in, in a box
2: it's <laughs> like. best. Sorry, but
1: thank you for the use of him he's been very good yeah. but Liverpool I'm afraid he's
2: broken Liverpool won't want him with a broken knee So, but Leeds United have proven that's how we like our defenders that's
0: just triggered a memory of um, my not my next door neighbour but the people on the other side lent them my lent them the strimmer for the garden just gave me it back broke, broke it that was it sorry it's not
2: working anymore we could have. <laughs> what have we you done to it? Berardi and Ben White lining up in the Premier League next season Both in leg cast
3: <laughs> A leg and from just each be, Just a trick contract pain Do, you know Do what your neighbours not know your dad by the way? You're sorry? Do your neighbours not know your dad? Uh, what, send him round the the boys? <laughs> yeah, we try not to talk about
0: him Keep him under wraps when we really need him um, I'm looking forward to us pillaging other clubs for players Because it's happened to us so often I like to think if there's anyone good at Norwich, might be We'll take them. Becky are still there. Uh, yeah, I believe so. <laughs> okay. And um, we need a striker. And if uh, Brentford if don't, up. if Brentford don't go up, we'll have Ben Rama. Yeah, why not? Something like that. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Just you know, to, I,
2: I don't think we need huge amounts. I think the target next season. It's it's so weird with all the COVID stuff that we'll kind of uh, if the season starts in September and we can't have crowds, we we'll have fifty percent crowds in October and whatever. We'll I want us to stay in the division next season. So that if hopefully things are back to normal by the season after, still in the Premier League, and then we can have 35,000 or 40,000 at home against Liverpool and Manchester Man United and do it then. So my target for next season is just stay in the division. And the team that we've got, I think I don't see any reason why that lot can't finish top 10 in the Premier League. I had a couple where we need, and we probably need a, well, we need at least another striker, if not a better one. We'll need a centre-half if Ben White goes. And if Baradi can't uh, be fit enough, and if Pascal Stroy gets a haircut, I assume <laughs> all his power comes from the fact it looks like David Hasselhoff. Although, if he keeps that haircut, he can play. But we don't need to do too much next season, I don't think, to stay in that league. And the target next season for me is to stay in that league.
3: Well, the teams that went up last season, you were at Sheffield United be the one that will push it for Europe. Maybe we should bring Chris Wilder at Sack Bielsa again. A, Chris a Villa down yet? Yeah. And he'll get rid of
0: Bam.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to Villa coming down. That'll be fun. Let me have a look at the table. Are they going to get a big points deduction or something as well? Because they definitely did break loads of rules. Be funny, wouldn't it? We could, get, we could get Jack Grealish. That'd be nice.
0: Just to, yeah, not use him. So, yeah, Norwich are down. Bournemouth are all but down. Wow. Didn't realise that. Um, they'll be pleased
1: anyway. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm glad Bournemouth are down because I've been... I've been sick of their little good news story down there because they spent loads of money to get up, way more than they should have done, and now they're down good. <laughs> I know it's spiteful, but fuck Bournemouth. And we've gone up without
3: having to trash Bournemouth this time round. We still could. <laughs> Are there any tra- someone get the train time, sir.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, that reminds me, the booze baton was up for... Uh... Southampton have got it still. All right, OK. Yeah, Bournemouth uh, breathes a sigh of relief then. After yeah. that,
2: yeah. I mean, it's only a hop, skip, and a jump. We can coast. finish above Southampton We've got a better team than Southampton.
0: It's what we were saying. We were saying this on the on the stream on, on Friday. I'm looking down the list of teams now in that league. I mean, I know Nigel Pearson's kind of got that. He's got that Rambo
2: vibe. He's quit. Has he's, he's gone. What? Apparently, I don't really? know if he's quit or is it. But yeah, that he's getting to apparently He's he's not Watford manager anymore. Really is he still angry alright <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, so, all right, so Ram- Rambo's gone from there but you look like you know West Ham they're crap You're not t- you can't tell me that Bielsa's not going to outthink no, well, David Moyes Newcastle else. Steve Bruce you know you look
2: at that list of play- uh, managers sorry we were better than uh, Newcastle in the championship we just didn't get the results
1: the Premier League has changed they've just noticed Sheffield United and Burnley are above Arsenal who I assume will beat us 5-1 the whole thing's
2: <laughs> fucked and, and that's part of the hope is that the whole thing is mental it's, it's bizarre it's a it's a strange league, and it's it's a league where Luke Ayling can be the best player, <laughs> and we've got him. And I absolutely have every faith in all the players that Leeds have played over the last two games. I don't I don't have a problem with Pascal Stroik playing. He came through the arts academy. I thought that shot that he tried was good today. <laughs> Considering he, he was go. pissed, it's fine. <laughs> who um who do you want to come up with us? As- nobody yeah I don't pro- I don't really I definitely not. none of them have earned it have they <laughs> name the a single other team in this championship that has earned the right to get promoted alongside Leeds United in 2019-20 the Leeds United under 23's yes well I've Leeds United under 23's and I've Leeds United women and we can have them all up into the uh, the Premier League I don't care what and all right Brentford can complain
1: what, if what's they your what's your serious answer I think <laughs> us, West Brom and Brentford have been the best teams, I'd say undoubtedly. Fulham are like underachieved massively given the squad they've got, but I don't particularly like. Well, I didn't mind West Brom until I watched him the other night, and then it turns out I hate him. <laughs> so, and then I was, every time I've seen Brentford, I hate him. So,
0: I think this, yeah. the strength of argument for West Brom is purely because of that hug between Billich and Bielsa, and it seems like a reasonableish character does Billich, doesn't it?
2: Yeah, Billich is fine. Billich is nerve when. Over the last few weeks, he was the one who was talking about, "Oh, I'll be watching Leeds play, and I'll be watching this match." Whereas, it was beautiful that Bielsa was saying, even after the Barnsley game, like, "Oh no, I won't be watching any of the games." Uh, Which is been... a lie, because
1: he watches every game. Yeah.
2: No, but I, he will have been watching. Uh, a West Brom game from like 1982. We'll have been I, I, I really need to check Bob Taylor looks
0: dangerous <laughs> what <laughs> about um, Brent? we've got Brentford as well and there's the whole Jansen thing I don't want them to go up because I don't want Jansen to go up loved him when he was here but now he's to go not no nah, I do I don't want him to come up Thomas nah, Frank we, nice. we've had an axe to grind with Thomas Frank this last few weeks I don't, I don't want him to come
2: no, up no just but because the managers are not bad Jansen's still okay we might get to pinch some of their players That's the biggest reason, is yeah, if we can sign all their strikers if they don't go up, then that's that's
1: good. Yeah, looking at the playoffs, I don't want any players from Forest or Cardiff.
0: Cardiff has not even considered. And that's the other thing, yeah. That who else? Who else do we want that we'll def- want will Cardiff definitely finish below us? Like Cardiff will come up and then go down again.
1: I'm looking forward to not playing Millwall and Cardiff next year. Yeah. Mm. So if they could stay down, that'd be nice.
2: Part of the whole reason of wanting to get promoted to the Premier League is, yeah, we want to play Liverpool. Yeah, we want to play Manchester City. But I'm just fucking sick of playing Millwall. So if Millwall got promoted with us, if Cardiff got promoted with us. <laughs> it would just ruin the whole thing well Millwall will do well because there are
0: uh, five points off the playoffs they'll find a way they've got one game left <laughs> they'll find a way
2: <laughs> but, but if Cardiff under Neil Harris is basically Millwall it's the same colour shirts and it's the same manager
3: Millwall 2.0 well the, the other thing as well
0: is if Fulham do come up that Scott Scotty Parker they'll keep him in a job and I don't think they really like him all that much down there you get the sense with the fans
1: I wonder if they might just get rid anyway even if he takes them up they might they did that didn't they do did that last year last time they went up with Djukanovic didn't they just yeah, they did, yeah.
2: They did, they did, they did. he'd be a good manager
1: who did they get instead I can't even remember I don't care <laughs> really so let's
0: go back to us going up was it me? And, and how it, and how it, how it feels <laughs> and Moscow's about to fall asleep in the next <laughs> half an hour we've seen this we've seen this before haven't well, we, we have your shot
1: come on down the hatch
0: I'm still dr- go on oh,
3: Moscow. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Birthday shots, there we go. I'll tell you what, I have this one because I'm, I am driving. I'll
1: tell you what, we'll. we'll, we'll, we'll Don't give them all to me. We'll, we'll share these. This would be nice. Oh, actually, we've got one each. You can have that one. Then. We've got one each, there we go. Lovely stuff. Thank you. Chewy. Rob. Chewy. Thank you very much. Thank you. um Thank delicious, my favourite drink. <laughs> 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 just saying thank you. <laughs> what was he saying? So shut up. I love the
3: shots.
1: All right, well, we'll wrap it up
0: in a couple of minutes, then. 'Cause we've been going on for an hour. He's watching us on the dodgy street. He's right. still <laughs> catching no? up.
3: I was just going to. We should pay like
2: twenty quid a week for
3: all this You can do. You're very money. welcome to do so. Yeah, keep
0: us off the streets, wouldn't it? Yeah. The, the final thing I was going to say before we do wrap it up was um, we've got one game left um, to finish I off. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> we lift the trophy on Wednesday. Um, we'll get another guard of honour from Lee Bowie's Charlton. Um, we could potentially send them down. Are you asked?
3: Oh.
1: no. I, I just, I've got I've got really mixed feelings on Lee Bowyer because he I loved him at the time and he gave me some give me some great moments, but like he was a bit of a prick, wasn't he? Really, like the whole the whole uh, Mill Hill incident wasn't great for us, and the way he left wasn't great. Yeah. I don't know. he's, he's very tough. His his Bowyer. It's he's, the, he's the probably,
2: contracts that came after, where was where, if he'd accepted the fine, talking to the mic rather than reclining—that's good. <laughs> if he'd accepted the fine and all that stuff, yeah. thirty years ago or twenty years ago, um, it might have helped. But he's changed. He spent all that time fishing in, in France, didn't he? And had some time to think. So he's kind of come back as a bit of a different person. I mean, holler down, basically. It's a shame isn't it Can
1: I, We should I don't think we mentioned it In any other context Because there's no reason to But them being 7-0 down At half time of the week Was brilliant Yes Enjoyed just, it. Really, just really really funny Just to check
2: in Does it make the fact That we lost to Wigan Twice in two seasons Feel a bit better It's almost like it Oh better. well I mean look what they did To Hull <laughs> We were lucky To keep them down Just regards to
0: Hull They were about like a point Outside the playoffs Weren't they Before they went into The January window oh. And now they're, now they're bottom
1: <sighs> They deserve it They yeah. didn't sell everybody In January no? mm they did they sold, um, this they sold, doesn't help they're only two players didn't they really they
2: sold their best players to West Brom and look where that got West Brom <laughs> so what what,
0: <laughs> <laughs> what do we want out of Wednesday talk me through your dream scenario good Wednesday I
1: want Gary Monk sacked <laughs> 21 point deduction yeah <laughs> Bottom of the league I relegated. want Tom
2: Lees to have a, a a gold-plated thousand-year contract yeah okay um so I mean well. for Wednesday when we play Charlton. How
1: are those, shot, how are those shots settling with you? <laughs> I like. Uh,
2: I would like Chris Waddle to have a new contract. <laughs> Somebody shut him up and answer this is the question. to honestly. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: Let's just win again. I'd
2: They're like
3: a win, Dan. Yeah. In answer to your question, thank you, ago. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just
0: in terms of the occasion, now, I mean, more than anything, obviously, we want to win.
3: And a decent. I'd like a really good result, score-wise, to beat Brentford's. Brentford's goal difference Yeah
1: I want Ilan Meslier taking a penalty <laughs> With his head I want better to score the goal That wins the game On crutches mm. A crutches allowed? I don't think they're allowed on the pitch are they? It's yeah. weird to not give a shit is it going into the last games yeah. Just being yeah. like ah, yeah, We've had plenty of dead rubbers before though, At the end of the season It was weirdly like Watching Leeds between the years of Well What was it 2012 and 2016 Something like that yeah. They were the worst years Weren't yeah. they today was like that when you're watching it thinking this result doesn't matter it's the same difference anyway yeah. but in a good way this time I remember when
3: we'd been selling the mag, the mag outside the ground and there were I think you'd spoke to some guys who'd come down from Scotland I'd spoke to some guys who'd come up from Cornwall or somewhere or come up in minibuses so they're like 10-15 people a, coming up in a, in a group and I live like ten minutes, so when I could be asked coming down the ground, <laughs> and these people are making a massive journey to go watch Leeds, and you're thinking, have you not seen them play? No, okay. dreadful.
1: Played some also <laughs> <have> some.
0: <laughs> <See you. laughs> Sorry about the swearing.
4: Thanks for the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <Cheers. laughs>
1: Uh, He'll go far that one, Ronnie. <laughs> and, and we would sometimes turn up as well, and we'd forget who we were playing because yeah. you we were like, "Is it? Is it? Pansley? I can't. I can't remember." Like mm. it was just you just turned up there because it's what you did, and yeah. there was we it turned was up because had a magazine
2: to... to sell, basically. I'm, yeah. sh- <laughs> I'm sure it was a game against Birmingham <laughs> City.
3: Cheers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think it was a game against Birmingham City. We were in the Peacock and. They were showing Champions League football And there was that moment It was like I had had like half a pint left And I didn't make it into the ground Until about 8 o'clock It was 7.45 kick off Didn't bother going until about 8 And it was just out of duty And it was the Steve Evans era And as I said before He's he's not the worst manager we've had Dave Hockaday Really plumb those steps. but it was just that feeling of like, why the fuck am I still bothering? And but you just and it was dragging yourself in and realizing that you, there was only like eleven thousand other people were bothered in a thirty-five thousand capacity stadium that would have been a forty thousand. capacity They weren't capacity bothered stadium.
1: They were there for the same reason you were because they had a <laughs> ticket,
2: exactly. and that's what they did. Exactly, and and we lost. And that was the thing; is like it wasn't even worth it. You think, oh, okay, well, maybe we'll we'll, we'll beat these and that. No, we fucking didn't. Yeah.
0: I, I get it as well because when I, I spent my years, you know, my years working in Newcastle, driving up and down five days a week, midweek fixtures, it was fine because I had an excuse not to go. Yeah, and the, and obviously you can get into sort of North Yorkshire when you can start picking up BBC Radio Leeds or whatever, and I flick it on for five minutes oh okay just turn it off again because that, I could and I was glad
2: they had that flavour uh, you're supposed to be a super fan you're supposed to go to every single fucking game you're supposed to be dedicated it's like why, like why would you force anybody to put anything put themselves through that and anybody who during those years just went oh no fuck this I can't be asked. I have, I love and respect every single one of them because their point of view is absolutely valid because why the fuck anybody bother with Leeds United from 2012 when Grayson was sacked I think to let's give Gary Monk the credit so to when Gary Monk was hired to when it started to get a little bit interesting those has it, years has it been worth it
1: yeah I think people do romanticise those years of being like oh occasionally we hear people saying, oh it's better when these part-timers weren't here and, and it wasn't no, like no, it no. was it was grim when the stadium was 20,000 people oh, yeah. looking back even on the League 1 years we were good well we were good-ish because we were in League 1 so it's got to be relative to the level you're at but we were quite good in that league and key promotion games there were like 23,000 people there because it was, it was category A and it was like Warsaw or something mm. and you were being asked to pay 38 quid to watch some, some what I would consider Are to be th- amateur th- footballers
2: Even the games we were getting relegated out of the Championship to League One was like 36,000, 38,000 attendances because people were there. There has also, historically, I've learned, I researched a book. I don't know if anybody wants to buy one. Um, You wrote a book? You get that quiet. But there there was kind of a a little bit of a a morbid interest, but there was something about those those times where people were invested in oh, Leeds are going to stay in the championship. But when it became Leeds getting out of the championship into the Premier League after so many seasons of not, it just, it really reduced the people who, not even the people who cared, because I'm not even, I couldn't even tell you that I cared at that point. I thought, I'm not even sure I gave a fuck. It was just, it's the people who had, I guess, paid for a season ticket and had no other choice other than to drag themselves through the turnstiles and see what was happening. And, yeah, then you've got those those little glimmers with Gary Monk, and you think, he oh, might be all right. And then uh, Thomas Christensen had us top of the league, and he did, and I will love him forever. I don't then, like
1: the fact that that's become part of the Leeds United bottle in its story, though, because when we were top of the league after about seven games and people were like, oh, Leeds always bottle it, look at that, it's like, well, that season, actually, we were... Apart from that first bit, we were not ever going to get promoted, really. No,
2: Thomas Christensen did, did a great job within his limits and he did uh, everything he could. And I think it's, it said everything when Paul Heckenbottom, who supposedly knew more about the league, came in and made us worse. Um, I, I don't, I don't can you, can I you was... do a Christensen voice, Michael? I keep forgetting. I remember what it was like. Anyway. Well,
4: he Well, sort of high-pitching, Bill. Well, he well. well. well.
1: was, was just very high pitch, wasn't he? It? It was. Can we get
0: your farker on this? Because we've not unleashed your farker on the <laughs> podcast yet, have we? <laughs>
4: Oh, Daniel Farker, yeah, very, very good, of course. Yeah, no problem, yes. It's very much, uh, oh, yeah, where are we going to go? I should be on my summer holidays now, but instead I'm back in the championship. Oh, it's absolutely terrible. I,
1: I hope the slides are open. I've booked an all-inclusive to Mallorca. I'm very much looking forward to it, but maybe the pancake bar will be closed. I'm not sure, because it's the COVID. <laughs> a flight of fancy. I love that. Very good, very good. Oh, yeah. I'll give you a round of applause. Thank you. you. Yeah. Um, he might feature again this year. He's going to be probably sacked, isn't he? Yeah,
2: probably.
1: If the is yeah. are sacked. He should be sacked. Why aren't we, we're not going to sack Biels, are we, next year? No, me, sure. no not, well. there's not going to be, because there will be people.
2: And this we'll is be 12th in the
1: league and it will be <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> this is where I am going to have a go at part timers who will go on radio leads and say, get Sam Allardyce in, because we should yeah. never get Sam Allardyce in. Or Neil Warnock again. Or Tony Pulis. Or who else is the. Alan Pardew. None of these people. Pardews. That uh, just begs a question
0: because we've forgotten to do Heroes and Villains which we normally close out the podcast on so Villains obviously whoever it was that forced Berardi to land awkwardly and twist his knee today mm. that was evil
1: Yeah, and Berardi, Berardi did manage to injure Tom Lawrence before he went off and he was part of he that did, yes. he was part yes. of that Derby thing last year so that was good
2: Berardi's first tackle was sensational and now we'll... A good man and ball tackle
1: Victor Orta a hero for the binoculars that he's, he's I had to go out and
2: source from somewhere and they'd be used for hour upon hour until he was filmed <laughs> and a
1: click for being in the stand
2: as well yep that was very good uh, I'm going to have to go back and
1: watch it I think I'm <coughs> probably taking it all in I'm going to you nominate know, Wayne Rooney for a villain for getting annoyed when people were criticising him for England I never used to enjoy watching England with Wayne Rooney like that, there was a, a Euros right at the start when people still thought it was alright and then he just ruined England. Him and John Terry just made it <laughs> yeah. watch England. I, I, I didn't even want him to win it, really, because I didn't want them to be there for it because I hated him so much. So I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad yeah. he's terrible. I'm glad he can't run.
2: There would have been that moment of if Man United's England had won the World Cup. It just <laughs> wouldn't have been pleasant. Whereas we can at least look back at 1966 and say that... Uh, I mean Nobby stars is Nobby stars But the Charlton's Balanced themselves out And we had Norman Nunder In the squad So,
3: <coughs> And the next tournament We could have Calvin Phillips Is England And, England, and of course England's you,
2: Ben White You remember yeah. Watching the, uh, the 1966 World Cup final As a <laughs> as a grown man
3: You and you were Going to fall out <laughs> You
2: had a hard day at work And then you went, went
0: <laughs> <laughs> Any more heroes And villains then If not we'll wrap it up Quick uh, rack of your uh, brains.
2: Alioski for trying uh, to break dance and in- injuring himself. If he actually plays against Charlton, we will very impressed with like it. he did two moves and his hamstring went, and then the camera cut. And I, I cannot love that kid anymore.
3: Well, the whole league squad for heroes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, surely
1: they've all done it, haven't they? Uh, maybe uh, Kiko. So. Um, <laughs> I was <All> right.
0: <laughs> there was a little bit of a, a backlash I saw from one internet maniac today who had like he was following three accounts and had no followers so he just cl- clearly created the account just over pop at, at you Michael for oh, yeah for criticizing um, Kiko yeah well,
1: I mean, mm. a for what? For what? For being—is it was it criticizing me for
0: having to go in for being a shit goalkeeper or a racist? I'm yeah. not sure. He's not a racist. He was found guilty of saying a racist word, but they found very clearly that he's not a racist. Okay, we should just say so saying that. Saying a racist, Levi be, solicitors in the corner, nodding along. There,
1: going, yep, yeah, well done. Or being a dreadful goalkeeper, which is there was a bit today, in fact, oh. when when yeah. it was who was it involved here we go Hayling, Hayling, Hayling. Yeah, when he Hayling. Off Hayling Shoulder. come on
2: went off his shoulder Kiko
1: causes mayhem yeah it, he shouldn't, it, he shouldn't it be involved if maybe had been a
2: goal it would have been fine and yeah we need we need a better goalkeeper than Kiko see, and we need one that says nicer things <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's basically what it it, it comes down to I like a goalkeeper who says nice things with, with the baritone voice of um, Meslier I mean, Jesus. Jesus What a beautiful voice he's got <laughs> And I think that's probably what Luke Ayling was, not, was surprised about It's like, if, you, if you're tuned Okay, we need to clear this And Barry White is going to tell me if he's got the ball <laughs> or not And you don't hear that w- Panic So we need, uh, we need Melier to uh, assert himself And the biggest hero
0: The man himself, Marcelo Bielsa He's
1: done it all It's all down to him this, um, we saw this squad of players without him and they were terrible and now they're heroes and we're brilliant and we're going to the Premier League which is nice which it is. Is a, it's a really nice thing that's happened
0: it's
3: I've it right, been incredible. a
0: Leeds fan isn't it? who'd have thought eh? it who'd have thought okay. let's wrap it up then thank you to Levi Solicitors for your support um, because you know you do keep us off the streets and we do this like as a job now can you believe um, so thank you so much for your sponsorship and your support and hopefully Looking forward to tying in for the next season And um, if you want to get your discount with Levi's Levi's forward slash the square ball 10%
2: off yeah. Personal if, and if commercial they services If sign up for the next season sponsorship Then obviously choose another season
0: Eight, 85 years of brilliant lawyering And if they don't sign up It'll be I, me- mediocre lawyering
2: I've, I've not found a single reason to fault them yeah. <laughs>
1: Yet Yet I'm the last <laughs> 85 years <laughs> oh do you remember when they were found but I've got both you in the car park. <laughs> hey, listen um, we appreciate it thanks
0: for staying around for us and thanks for listening to the match ball we'll speak to you in a bit
3: <laughs> the match ball